Well, it's a very good evening. Owen Honey standing in for Robert Marawa once again on MSW. The big man has uh, decided to uh, head on back to Egypt, apparently. Uh, he's going to be watching Bafana Bafana back in action again. And wow, what a way to get through to the last 16 action. We'll be talking about how Bafana Bafana just survived making it into the last 16. A whole lot of results going their way in order for them to make it through uh, to the knockout stages of the tournament. Three points. Who would have thought three points was enough? for South Africa to make it into the last 16 at the Africa Cup of Nations. It was close indeed, but guys, we are there. With a hook or crook, we made it into the last 16. Next up, though, is a big meeting with Egypt. Will we survive or will we be heading home after a big defeat to the to the Pharaohs? Oh, it's going to be a tight game. And I tell you what, a lot of people saying that the Pharaohs will walk all over us or will we surprise ourselves by getting a much-needed big victory and head on through to the quarterfinals. Anything could happen at this stage of the tournament but uh, it's going to be a big ask for Stuart Baxter and the rest of his team. I was listening to the show last night and yeah, a lot of heartfelt uh, thoughts coming through uh, complaining about the way Stuart Baxter's handled affairs at the Africa Cup of Nations. I can feel the frustration. You can feel it everywhere we go in the sporting uh, sphere right here in South Africa. But we'll talk about that a bit later on. And if you'd like to participate with us right here on Marawa Sport Worldwide, you can call us on 089-110-3377 or 089-110-2000 or send us a WhatsApp voice note on 060-584-2250. But uh, we head on through now to our first feature of the show today. And we're going to be talking to a man that had made, uh, has made and has continued to make giant strides in uh, the South African football fraternity He's won a total of six league honours from Bidvestwitz, Supersport United, as well as Orlando Pirates, and undoubtedly uh, set the local scene ablaze. He's a prolific winner, winger, and has officially announced his retirement from professional football just this week after a glittering career spanning 16 years in that top-flight football year in South Africa. And uh, it gives me great honour to welcome a living legend on the line. His name is Dane Clates. Good evening, Dane, and welcome to MSW. Good evening, Owen, and good evening to all the listeners. Why? Why did you want to call it time in a career? After 16 years, did you not feel there was a bit more left in those legs of yours? <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, there is probably still left in me. But um, yeah, I've decided, while I'm still relevant, you know, to, to call it, you know, I, 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 the reaction that I'm hoping um, from this retirement is exactly uh, how I anticipated and how I saw myself mm-hmm. retiring is people saying that you can still go on, you know, so... It's all about timing for me, and um, I'm fulfilled and I'm content. Mm. You know, everybody around me is sad that I'm retiring, uh, except myself. You know, I'm looking <laughs> forward to what the future holds for me. I mean, six league titles, also won the NetBank Cup competition on three occasions, the MTN eight four times, the Telcom knockout twice. I mean, you've got a list of honours that just goes on and on and on. Yeah, I think that's the that's the other reason, you know, I could I could uh, retire at this age, you know, because mm-hmm. like I'm saying, I'm I'm fulfilled, you know, I've achieved everything, and and um, not in my wildest dreams that I've imagined having achieved all this at this age, mm-hmm. you know. So like I'm saying, you know, it's time for others now to take over the baton, and and obviously for me to uh, still be involved in the game, you know, and 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 going forward now using my experiences to to bolster other people's careers. You born in Port Elizabeth, you're a product of the SAFA School's excellence. Uh, just take us through those youth ranks that you may have gone through in order to get uh, into your first uh, PSL contract. 
Yeah, I think obviously, um, if, you, if you look at it, I left home when I was 14 years old, mm. you know, to join the school of excellence. So um, obviously, big sacrifice that, you know, leaving home at that age to go to a boarding school in Johannesburg from, from Port Elizabeth. You know, and the first few months I cried myself to sleep. <laughs> uh, no, so because I'm missing home and it's, it's uh, you know, I'm, I'm out of my comfort zone. Mm, but mm. I think my parents obviously played a, a big part. You know, my stepdad was absolutely fantastic. You know, they drove me up to, to Joburg at the beginning and um, obviously encouraged me to stay there. You know, and I was crying on the phone and crying home and I want to come back home and, you know, it's better to live at home. Mm. You know, they were the ones who, who, who gave me that tough love, you know, and said to me, keep going, you know, and... Within the first year, after the first year, the second year, I had an absolutely fantastic year at the School of Excellence. I came out to my shower and I started performing well in tournaments. Mm. You know, um, so much so that I that I made started making the first team of the School of Excellence because we had four different teams in four different age groups, and there was a, a team called the Dream Team, obviously, mm. that's uh, under 19 and up. So I think um, when I was 16 years old, you know, in my, in, in my third year as well, you know, I was an integral uh, integral part of it. Mm. Who was your mentors uh, growing up and coming through as a teenager into top flight football? You know, I didn't really have any mentors. You know, uh, the school of excellence coaches were my mentors, basically. You know, mm. they've worked with like so Stephen Pinar and Zita Mofoking, and the school of excellence produced some scintillating talent over the years. You know, obviously, you know, I would have liked to see more players achieve what I what I have, what uh, type of training and development that the school of excellence used to give back in that days. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, you know, all in all, I think, you know, when I talk about mentors, you know, I was I was taught about life in the PSL. Uh, Coach Sam Mbata and Coach Mandla Mazibuko obviously played an important part, you know, also Coach Kevin Johnson, mm-hmm. who also was was in, was also uh, one of the coaches who took me to the School of Excellence with Coach Mandla Mazibuko. Mm-hmm. So I think those were, those were really my mentors, you know, and obviously when I joined Supersport, uh, the first team, uh, my first pre-season, you know, I vomited on my first day <laughs> at training. So obviously that wasn't a good start for me, you know. But uh, that's how that's how life goes, you know. It was a lesson for me. I didn't eat breakfast that morning, mm. and then uh, obviously Pa Gatwa was the one who took me in. Uh, I lived with him in in, in Atrisville, uh at the beginning of my career, and he obviously showed me the way about hard work and and doing extra training and uh, running in the afternoons when when the when the when you only train in the mornings, you know, and going to Virgin Active and. Mm-hmm. And those type of things. So, Park Gatwa definitely played an important part in in my introduction into the PSL. I would say. We're chatting today in Clates uh, from Chip United. Recently, uh, called time on his career. And uh, Dane, we're going to go straight to the phone lines now. We've uh, been joined by Richard from Centurion, who joins us on uh, Line Five. Good evening, Richard. Good evening, Owen. Good, good evening, Dane. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Go good ahead. Evening, sir. Owen, we used to call him Matata's Elite Pirates. Mm. And what a great player. I mean, Dane Plate is one of the most, in fact, not one of, but the most decorated player in the PSL. And uh, he always gave his best. Whether I was playing for Super Sport for Pirates, any team, mm. whether he's playing for Bafana Bafana, he's always giving his best. And I know for a fact that Dane Plate used to practice his free kicks uh, using the mannequins, kicking the ball around them. So when he's scoring those free kicks, uh, it was not by fluke. Mm-hmm. But the best one that I remember, uh, Owen, is the one that he scored in the top uh, MTN 8 against Chiefs. Mm. My son was still six years old, even today, he still speaks about it. So to, to, to Dane Plate, I want to say thank you so much, Dane, for the contribution that you have made to our football and me as a pirate supporter, as a football lover, I always hold you in a very high esteem. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you, Richard from Centurion. Thank you so much. Dane, I mean, you're a slightly bold player and there's no doubt size is always going to be an issue and talked about in your career. I mean, at 1 meter 69 tall, and how much did you weigh at the time as a, as a youngster coming through the league? Was it always an issue or how did you use that then to motivate that you could get around some of the bigger defenders? Yeah, look, obviously I tried to bulk up in my younger, the Super Sport Academy, when I joined the Super Sport Academy. Mm. We had a lot of gym sessions, you know, I followed a strict program, a strict diet and supplements and everything, you know, but uh, nothing really worked in terms of uh, gaining weight and, and getting bigger. But I did definitely get stronger, you mm. know, so uh, the gym, uh, for any aspiring youngsters out there, you know, uh, the gym is there and to do strength training and strength conditioning, you know, it makes you stronger. It doesn't necessarily necessarily make you bigger. Mm. You know, you learn how to shield the ball a little better in, in certain situations and you can actually uh, push a, a much stronger player off the ball, you know, with timing. Mm. You know, so it's all about, you know, um, I realized that I'm not ever going to gain weight. I'm not going to get any bigger. So, uh, but I did do a lot of gym work and a lot of strengthening, strength conditioning, make the legs stronger, make the arms stronger, make the shoulders stronger, upper body you know, so the strength part was important for me, but I was never ever going to be big. But uh, yeah. that never did. Uh, my, my, I think my heart is bigger than my body. So I definitely, I think uh, having a bigger heart uh, in, in in that case, you know, if you look at Neymar and players like that as yeah. well, not not uh, not the, not the biggest physique, but uh, they can absolutely sensational on the ball, and the speed always helps them. Let's go straight to another phone call. Vusi from Rustenburg joins us on the line uh, line six. Good evening, Vusi. Hey, how are you? Very well in yourself. Please go ahead. I'm okay. Uh, Dane, how are you? I'm very well, sir. Thank you. And yourself? I'm okay. Uh, Dane, you had a prolific career. You know, when you made your move to Orlando Paris, uh, by the way, I'm a Orlando Paris uh, uh, supporter. Man. When you made a move to Orlando Paris, I was so excited. And then have this free kick that I don't forget, like a previous caller. I don't forget that free kick. Actually, we were arguing about me and my friends that where, uh, who's going to score it? And, and I said, Dane is going to score it. And they asked me, where is he going to uh, put it? I'm like, you see Kune standing on that uh, post, uh, near post? He's going to put it right there. And when you did it, I was so excited. And then I, I, I was like, no, I'm done watching this game. Uh, what he did, it, it, it was what I wanted, you know? So, you. look, you. Uh, you had a career. Thanks for everything, Kai. We... We had an opportunity to watch you taking leagues from one team to another. You were exciting. Fussy, mm. thank, thank you so much from Rustenburg. So really much. appreciate that. Uh, we're going to be taking a short break, uh, Dane, and to our Radio 2000 and Metro FM listeners. We'll be back right after this. Well, time's gone 24 minutes past 6 o'clock on MSW. Owen Honey standing in for Robert Marawa this evening. Unfortunately, WhatsApp notes uh, seem to be down. I think there's a major problem with WhatsApp this afternoon and we won't be able to take a voice notes. So if you are able to send it through, let's hope we can play it out before the end of the show. 60 Otherwise, we're taking calls for the great man himself who's uh, just recently retired from the game, uh, Dane Clates. And the number to call us is 89 or 89 Double one o two thousand. Dane, we are still with you there. Samson has also joined us on the line from Standerton, and he's got uh, a couple of questions for you. Samson, good evening. Good evening. Oh, and how are you? Very well in yourself. Fine, man. Good, good. Dane is listening. Yes, yes, yes. Dane played, my man, played for a lot of teams. Mm. But uh, we as a lot of fans are going to claim him, <laughs> claim him as our own. <laughs> because of what he brought to a lot of fans, my man. Mm. 
Yes, uh, he, he also knows that the team that uh, he was part of that uh, won the treble. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Dentley was a very, very good, uh, a good winger, good winger at that, and it's something that we're missing right now in Egypt, because <laughs> according to me, uh, Owen, yeah, and even Dentley will attest to that. The easiest way to get around the opposition's defense is through the wings, mm-hmm. and South Africa now does not have wings. Mm. Yeah, and then you can you can you can see Orlando Pirates they can play and lose the game, but they will never lose the game so so dismally that uh, you will have uh, for the entire ninety minutes no shot on target. Mm. That uh, that has never happened to Orlando Pirates. It's because of players like Dentlade, Lebo Lebo Mkwena. I can count many many of them, but mm. Dentlade the way he was so precise with his, with his crosses, mm. many strikers benefited from him. Yep. And he also scored those goals. Mm, mm. He scored those goals. Uh, we, we love him. Uh, he is our own. Did it late? Uh, do, do you deny that? Uh, or we mustn't uh, call, us our, call you our own. No, it's once and always, my man. Once and always. <laughs> once and always, the Pagania, my man. Because you, you, remember, you remember the joy you brought to us, my man. Nah, for sure, for sure, man. I'm, I'm for sure, man, my man. You will, you, you, will, you will always be a legend. And, and, and it's not a fluke. Because uh, now that... Uh, you have uh, one of the most decorated players in the PSL. It's not, it's not, it's not by fluke. It's, it, it's, it's through your contributions, through the wings, and not, and not selfish at all. Even if you are beating a player, maybe you, be, you try to beat a player and you lose the ball. We never, we never booed you because mm. we knew that you were trying something. Mm. Now, we are watching my father, my father. We will watch them again on Saturday. No one, try, no one ever dares, dares to try and beat a player. How can how how can you win a game if everyone is playing like robots? You trap and pass, trap and pass. Sometimes you need to beat a player. Mm. That's Sam- something that you always start, you always did very very well. Samson, yeah, uh, let's let's put the question then to to uh, Dane Clates. Dane, I mean, looking at uh, the Bafana Bafana performances over in Egypt for the past few weeks. I mean, you are currently studying your UEFA license. You should be looking at tactics. The tactics have seen employed. I don't want you to single out, obviously, the coach, but what you've seen on the field so far, not been utilizing our wings, playing, playing very defensive. Is those, are those words ringing uh, in your ears as well? To be entirely honest with you, I have not watched one game. Not? I mean, I'm being entirely honest with you. Yeah. I'm busy with... Uh, right now, I'm actually... There's an under-eight tournament um, um, taking place. The school holidays has just been... Hectic with the youth football for me, and I've just been involved with different teams and coaching and mm. mentoring uh, young little boys and training them. You know, so I have not been at home. I get I leave home eight o'clock in the morning now, seven o'clock in the morning, and I get home uh, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. I have twelve-hour days. Yeah. So yeah. I've actually I have not even put on the TV and, and put on <laughs> some highlights. You know, I'm so busy working out these things, and I'm online at night doing my uh, my coursework, my session mm. plans, and. You know, I'm really putting in everything to 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 improve as a coach. You know, and also helping the youngsters here. So I, I, I definitely you, applaud I you for that because I mean, you're dedicating your time to the youth, making sure that you're putting all your time into them. There's no time, obviously, in the evenings to then you know watch games that don't really affect you at all. So I do applaud you for that. And take us through all your your coaching that you're doing at the moment. We know that you're doing your UA for license that you started in Ireland. Uh, take us through what's entailed with all of that. Yeah, I think when I went down to Ireland, you know, I uh, went into the B, the 
the B license firstly. Mm. You know, I've still got a lot of work to submit, obviously, to complete the B license. You know, um, I have to record sessions and send it through an online platform, and they must all pass me on that. And then, obviously, uh, doing the A license in the in the in the following week. You know, so I was there for two weeks. Mm. So I've got uh, the B license, and I did uh, part one of the A license. Uh, I've got uh, 35 hours of session planning to do for the A license, and 25 hours session planning for the B license. And then I've obviously also got to do uh, a 99 session and two 11v11 sessions, which they're going to still give us the topics, you know, mm. so I have a year to complete that. And then next day I go back to complete the A license. And then obviously the year after that, uh, I'll be invited uh, hopefully for the for the pro license as well. So mm. over the next two years, it's going to be a lot of education, a lot of coaching education, you know, and at the same time, I'll be working in the youth structures here in P, you know, starting right at the bottom, under 10s, under 14s, under 16s, you know, going up to the Disky team as well of Chippa. Mm. So I'm going to be working, you know, I'm really starting from the bottom. Well, I, I mean, I must say congratulations also today. The Chip United did announce that uh, they officially appointed you as the uh, MDC coach. So congratulations on that. But was this always the path for Dane Clates after retiring? Is this part of the reason for retiring to take the coaching up as seriously as you have? Uh, it wasn't a long-term plan, but I think it just came about last year, at the beginning of last year. I mean, the beginning of this year, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, when a friend of mine, Kel Kutsia, obviously um, told me about UEFA course and getting me on the database. And then by the 15th of March, I got an email to say that I've been accepted to do my UEFA A and UEFA B course. Wow. You know, so um, I think it's, it's the fast track one. So it's for professional players that have played the game internationally mm. and obviously in the in the Premier League. So I was at players like uh, Gabriel Banglo mm-hmm. and uh, players like uh, Luis, Luis Garcia. Yeah. And uh, Chris Samba was there as well. There's uh, a guy that's still plays for Birmingham City, mm-hmm. Craig Gardiner. So, uh, but there's a lot of ex-professional players and current professional players that's playing the trade in Europe. You know, so UEFA has obviously uh, decided to do a different uh, path for aspiring coaches that have played the game. It's, it's mm-hmm. a fast track one. You know, so instead of going five years to get the pro license, it takes you two, just over two years, three years to get it. Mm-hmm. Did you speak to Benny McCarthy? Get some advice from him because he's a man that's gone through yes. all of this. Yes, yes, I did definitely. Um, actually, I was I was with Benny in Scotland when he was busy doing his UEFA license. Oh wow! And uh, I spent some time with him at his at his house in, in Edinburgh. Uh, you know, uh, uh, back then I, I went with my family for a uh, holiday in the UK, so I got to spend the whole weekend with him. And he was sitting at night, you know, going through his uh, through his uh, uh, through his assessment papers mm. and and his session plans. You know, and I had a look over them, you know, and I said to him, actually, oh, this is the thing that we do, you know, with training and these drills, and you can add your own little things into it, and you know, and I had extensive chat on it. And recently, before I went to, to before the end of the season, I had another chat with him, you know, and I, and he told me that UEFA, uh, this course in Ireland is definitely the way to go, oh, you that, know. So it's one of the best courses out there that's available at the moment. That's such an inspiring story because I mean, we're talking about two ex-former professional footballers looking after each other yeah, and Benny McCarthy has, has done so much for the sport already and is still learning a lot more um, Dane we're going to go to phone lines again Paul from Pretoria has joined us uh, good evening Paul unfortunately Paul not there I mean opening up the doors like that Benny McCarthy opening up doors to to his house in Scotland then and, and taking you in you guys must also have formed a, a close relationship yeah we definitely did you know uh Look, Benny is one of the people that always, when he sees me, he says it's unbelievable how much I've achieved in the local game. You know, as much as he's achieved the Champions League and everything he's achieved in Europe, you know, he's, he really encourages me and, and uh, you know, he treats me like I'm inspiring him when it's when it's basically the other way around, you know. <laughs> I mean, Benny McCarthy inspires everybody, you know, and yeah. here's a guy saying that I'm inspiring him. 
you know, so it was very, very humbling, you know, but I look up to him very, very much. And we, obviously, when he moved uh, the one Bafana camp, uh, we went camp together and obviously uh, um, I was crazy over him and I would hang around him mm-hmm. and hang in his room, you know, and then obviously he moved to Pirates and we became teammates. Yeah. You know, um, we went out together and soccer together and the families met up, you know, families, he's married now and um, his little girl as well, met my boys and, and you know, we, we kind of became good friends, you know, together with Monique. So um, I think, yeah, we're still encouraging each other. We chat a lot and um, he's very, very inspiring. And to see him doing so well um, in, the, in his coaching position at the moment, you know, is obviously something that inspires me as well. And I can look at myself and say, you know, that's, that's the, the benchmark. Well, if you've just joined us on Radio 2000 or Metro FM, we've, uh, we are chatting to Dane Clates, Chip United, officially announced today that he is the MDC coach to the team and will be also working alongside Clinton Larson. Uh, we go to the phone lines, uh, Volvo from Johannesburg joins us on the line. Good evening, Volvo. Hey, how are you, Dan? Very well in yourself. Good, good. Oh, man. Hey, Please Dan, go ahead. Is this how the Volvo you? that I know? Yeah, one and only, my man. <laughs> ah, how are you, my man? Ah, long time, eh? Uh, it's been a while, man. Hey, man, I'm proud of you, man. And I wish all the soccer players can be like you, man. Eh? Um, oh, and all I can say is, Dane, um, he was uh, one of the professional soccer players. It's like professional. Mm. When I'm saying professional, I'm talking about when you say to him, tomorrow we're having an interview uh, around about five. Then we'll be there half past four waiting for for you. Mm. You know what I mean? So other players, um, I'm not saying they didn't do, but he was so professional like you know mm. i don't i don't blame him wherever everyone is kind of like having all these trophies mm. because of um he's good on it he put all the professional on whatever that he do you know mm. what I mean? so dane i want to say to my man hey, i was lucky to work with you my man hey um keep on doing and i know you're going to be a good coach ah, thank you so much volvo much appreciated my man then you want to share with us how you know volvo yeah, Volvo worked at Pirates when I was at Pirates. So Volvo obviously was uh, used to do the road shows uh, for Pirates and giving out tickets and you know getting supporters to the to getting supporters uh, road shows and getting mm. into the stadium. You know, so we, we used to travel a lot. Uh, the time I was injured as well, uh, we traveled to Cape Town with him. You know, and uh, we would just uh, be in the combi with the camera crew and everybody together. So we grew uh, a close relationship. You know, mm. at Pirates they always um, there's a, a PlayStation. We always get PlayStation games. You know, so he was obviously <laughs> the one. <laughs> we headed up that uh, that department, you know. So always, when, when I knew that the new FIFA was coming out, you know, he was he was the guy I would go, <laughs> and uh, he would obviously speak to the Pirates people and get it to me as soon as possible. <laughs> you know, but his words is encouraging. I think um, him saying, uh, you know, professional interviews. You know, this game is all about sponsors. You know, mm. and um, I don't know if you if you heard that the chairman's message. You know, that he that he that he sent to me as a tribute yesterday. You know, it's very, very humbling. You know, it's, it's about marketing. It's, it's about keeping this game uh, mm. marketable, you know. And that's exactly what I want to do with Chippa. Mm. You know, I want Chippa to belong to Port Elizabeth. I want the people of Port Elizabeth to recognize Chippa as, as a team from P. Mm. Mm. So um, that's obviously, uh, you know, the reason why I've actually joined the NBC as well. You know, mm. I just want to see the, the club improve. And, and, and um, look, uh, the club pays a salary and everything, so you have to work. You know, it's like, it's like a job. Uh, you know, if, if you go to work... Tomorrow, you know, you're into the office and mm. whatever. You've got emails to do and a normal job. You how, know, how, does it, the same. how does it feel to be back home? And you call it, you left PE a very long time ago, but uh, it's your birthplace. How does it feel to be back home and working with Trip United then? Well, I think 19 years, 19 years away from home and I finally came back. <laughs> um, it's been very good. It's very calm over here. You know, the hustle and bustle of Joburg, you know, I'm mm. pretty much over it. You know, although you never know, I'll probably end up finding myself back there one day again. <laughs> You, know, you, you might be Orlando Pirates coach. Or 
that you know, uh, those type of things, you know, <laughs> you can never write it off. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's very, very nice for me to be back. You know, my main aim of coming back here is settling down. The family, my boys are happy at school. Mm. Uh, they're playing soccer every weekend. It's a family environment. My wife is happy. And it's, it's all about that for me, you know. And um, obviously, with me going into the coaching, um, they know that uh, pretty soon, mm. you know, in the next couple of years, when I when I climb up the ladder of coaching, obviously, I'm going to probably have to move out of P again. But I think they're pretty settled in P at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so um, I think they're still going to be here for a very, very long time. And I'm hoping that I can be a chipper at least for another two, three, four years, you know, before before mm. anything comes up. Yeah. You know, so that's the aim. And obviously me helping the youth here, you know, where I'm from, mm. very gangster-ridden area mm. and stuff mm. like that. So I'm trying to inspire as much as I can, even play a lot of cricket uh, with the guys, um, you know, <laughs> where they shoot a lot of, lot of, lot of gun shooting and those yeah. type of things. You know, so I'm just here, you know, for others at the moment, you mm. know, just mm. trying to inspire and, and use my success and, and uh, the stuff that I achieved, my story, and then trying to tell them how I got it. Dane Clates, uh, we've still got plenty. The phone lines haven't stopped since you come on air. Um, Solly joins us now from Nelspray. Good evening, Solly. Good evening, Owen. Good evening to Dan. Good evening. Good evening, good evening sir. Good that, evening. That's our G7. G7. Remember that, uh, that comment that I was saying, G7, our G7. Uh, I just want to congratulate Dan, like Patrick said, a most accoladed player. Down to earth, humble, always respecting. I applaud you. And I want to applaud uh, Chairman Penny for giving the young Kenny a chance. Mm. You are going far, my man. The way you were conducting yourself in the field of play, both in Cairo and both in, uh, 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 in uh, Super Sports United, even in Vets University. I, I I don't remember hearing stories about you going awards, doing all those bad things. You knew very well that what you were, you were doing in the field of play. I said, speak up, Baba. Take it from here. You are going far. I hope one day we'll see you in the place of Orlando Pirates. Thank you very much, Owen. Thank you very much, Thank Solly you, from Nelspray. So much appreciated. Uh, Solly, uh, or Solly, I'm going to say Dane Clayton. Uh, we know that you're going into coaching. You're going to be part of the technical team at Chip United. But take us through the relationship between you and Clinton Larson because there is something special going on there, isn't there? Yeah, I think when Clinton coach came in, look, to be honest with you, I've never ever had any bad vibes with any coach over my career. You know, um, I was even, you guys don't believe, I'm still very close to a coach, Vladimir Vamosovic. Really? You know, not many, yeah, not many, <laughs> not many players have good things to say about him, but yeah. um, I had a very, very good relationship with him. So mm. it's just because of my attitude and the way, obviously, I've held myself as a, as a professional and, and, and buying into coaches' philosophy and, and being disciplined. Like, I, like I'm saying, you know, it's never about me, it's more about the team. Mm. And uh, whatever the coach wants me to do, I'll always listen to coaches. So, Obviously, when Coach Linton Larson came in, you know, the team was struggling and um, he made a, a bit of a difference when he came into the team towards the end of the season, you know, and we started chatting about me, obviously, next season and in the off-season now, he just gave me a call, you know, and I and I didn't, and I couldn't say no to the opportunity of him um, wanting to work with me mm. in his technical team. You know, he asked me to assist him in, in, at the first team and obviously take the MDC team. So I think that's a perfect opportunity for me, obviously, to go further in my coaching career and a good start, I would say. Mm. Uh, the, the 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 season kicks off on the third of August. Chip United are going to be fighting it out once again. Um, you know, it doesn't get any easier every season. But the talent at Chip United that you've seen come through the ranks, are you positive about the new season? No, definitely. I think we got some promising players. You know, uh, 
that's currently being monitored, and obviously all those things will be announced in due course. You know, we still, um, I think the the T's and the dots needs to be crossed first. You know, so I think uh, for now we, the preseason is going very very well. The players' attitudes are absolutely fantastic. You know, um, and they're doing very very well at training. So uh, it's actually amazing to see uh, the, the shape the guys came back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, of the, of the off-season programs, they followed it, and it's always encouraging. You know, and for me being new into into, into the coaching, these are the type of things that Coach Larson is sharing with me. You know, and the insights and little secrets of of how to look at players, their body languages, and mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, so um, yeah, it's been a, a fantastic learning curve up to this point. You know, and we're looking forward to a fantastic season. It's uh, I'm sure you're keeping yourself very fit. You told told us about uh, playing a bit of cricket. I'm sure you'll still give some of your new returning players a go for their money on the fields when it comes to training. <laughs> yeah, I think you know. And today, actually, I actually had a session with the guys. There was yeah. one player short. We had to do uh, three uh, 99-game matches, and there were three teams, and there was one player missing. So I used to put my boots back on <laughs> and I played a little bit with the guys, you know, just to keep fit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Port Elizabeth weather at the moment. I heard it's uh, playing along quite nicely at the moment. So great place to be training, obviously. Yeah, I think it is. It's get, it get, uh, gets cold at times, but um, I think the weather, for most part, uh, very very windy sometimes. But I think for most part, you know, it's nice to go for a jog on the beach every morning. You know, mm. that video was inspired by, uh, that retirement video was in- inspired by that. I I would go with my wife every <laughs> other day, you know, two, three, four times a week. Sometimes we'd go down to the beach and just have a jog early morning when the, when the sun comes up, you know, just to keep healthy mm. and fit. And, you know, that's where this whole, uh, uh, in- in- inspired me to do that kind of video with the announcement. Uh, Wendell from Johannesburg's joining us on the phone lines now and uh, line two. Good evening, Wendell. Thank you, man. I, Blaine, it's Wendell from uh, Supersport DSTV. Ah, uh, Mr. Wendell, how are you doing, sir? Very well in yourself, man. You know, I've um, been battling well, to get through. But just to say something to you today, Dane, you know, you're still the same person, and I appreciate what you've done for the, the community, number one. It's never about you, and that's what I, I like. And the other thing is, uh, I'm sure you're going to do well, and I just want to wish you well going forward in whatever you do. I'm sure you're going to give your best, whether it be you know, with people around you and even just you, just to be humble and put other people first and uh, just well done. I mean, good things happen to good people. That's all I'm going to say to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Much appreciated. Okay, well, my man. And all the best, eh? <laughs> thank, thank you, Wendell. Thank you, Wendell. Thank you. Appreciate Cheers, it. eh? Much okay. appreciated. And we head on down to 051 Lands, Bloemfontein. Uh, Felix joins us on the line. Good evening, Felix. How's it, Owen? Very well in yourself. I'm good, thanks, man. Good, Dane um, is listening. Yeah, how's it, Dane? I'm right in you, sir. Like a brother. You know, it's always weird. You always hear of the phrase, a match made in heaven. And if you look at um, Coach Clinton and, and Dane's envisaged combination, I, I, I can only tell South Africa, watch out for, for Chipper. Not only for the season, but I think for for the next you know couple of seasons. Um you know, I had the opportunity to, 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 to work with, with Coach Clinton for, for some years while he was still involved with Bloom Celtic. And the character, it, it, it's exactly, you know, a replica of what Dane has shown on the pitch. You listen to all the guys that have phoned in mm. to say, you know, it starts with the attitude. So, so I definitely think, um, you know, at the season ahead and the next couple of years, with the two with the two guys being involved on the back end of, of the technical part, it's um, it's going to be good for South African football. So good luck, uh, good luck, Dane. And, Thank you so um, much. Appreciate I think it. all your experience and your humility that you've shown, my friend, throughout your soccer career, 
um, the people of P are very glad to have the both of you and Coach Clinton down there. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Much Thank appreciate you. It. Thanks, Felix yeah. from uh, Bloemfontein. Uh, Jerry from Atterjol, the Lions keep on ringing. Jerry, good evening. Good evening. How are you all? Very well in yourself. Uh, Dane is listening. Okay. Dane, how are you? I'm oh, very well. So how are you? Okay. Dane is past done. You know, we work together at Supersport. How are you doing? Yes. I'm oh, very well. Very well. <laughs> Dana, I just want to say thank you for respecting the game, you know. That's what made the difference between you and all the other players. We've got a lot of good players, but they've never respected the game. And you are a different breed. And I want to say thanks to Coach Pizzo, the late Thomas Madihache, for believing in you when we recruited you from the School of Excellence. And they really saw something special in you, and you never disappointed. Oh, thank you very sir. much really for all the years that you've given to football. And most especially, say thanks to your wife and kids. They've managed to keep you grounded. They've managed to make you grown up. And you've never disappointed the football fraternity, your family. And at Supersport, we are very proud to have produced players like you. And I just want to send a message to all the Pirates players, uh, supporters. Mm. Stop blaming our players. We've put a lot of effort in developing mm. Dane. The last time it was Teko, we took Teko from Petersburg to the Premier League. And every time you claim our players, <laughs> we are happy they grow into playing for big clubs. But the effort and the foundation and the dedication they got at Supersport, and Supersport must get credit. Mm. And then, I know you're going to be a good coach. You've never disappointed the football fraternity, and good luck to the future, and may you produce more Dane plates that will respect the game. So thank you, thank you very much, Dane, for all the years, and God bless. Thank you, Rogeri. Appreciate it. Thank you, Thank Jerry, you. from Atrigel. And much those words, you know, he speaks very strongly about uh, how uh, Supersport United uh, really guided you in your direction that you went. Uh, just today we had Teko Medese on uh, Metro FM and he was talking about some of the youth structures in this country which seems to be missing. Now that you've moved into that field, working with a lot of youngsters, Dane, um, you know, do you feel that the Disky Challenge fulfills that role of having something to aspire to before going to the big leagues of playing in the in the PSL. Definitely, I think this league is an excellent concept. You know, uh, with uh, making players ready to go, to break into the first team, and I think first and foremost, you don't get that kind of intensity of matches anywhere else. But the Disky, you know, it's on TV sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. but I think it's it's professional players ready to break into the first teams over there. You know, it's a very critical stage of their development. And obviously, you know, they gain their match fitness over there as well. You know, like I'm saying, you know, you can go to any LFA league or any youth structures, you know, you'll never ever get the intensity that has been applied at the moment with the Disky, with the Disky League. When I watch mm. those matches on Saturday mornings, you know, those boys play 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's a fantastic thing to do, you know. Uh, uh, more often than not, you know, you get to under-17 level with 35, 35 minutes aside. You know, uh, when really, you know, even sometimes in a 19, you play 45 minutes in the leagues. 
but it's never really the intensity that the Disky brings. So I think uh, with the Disky being here, I think it's a fantastic opportunity for youngsters to obviously break into the first team. Listen, Dane Clates, there's uh, so many adjectives we can use to describe you, and a lot of our listeners have described you as professional. Uh, you are strong. You are humble. You are dedicated. They, they can go on and on and on. I can say, I can attest to that, watching you on the field and uh, even from afar on television. You bring such a great wealth of experience to the sport and may you continue with your fruitful career in coaching with whatever teams you take along. And we hope to see you coaching at the highest level one day. Definitely. Thank you so much, Owen. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And that's Dane Clates, Chip United MDC coach, joining us on the line all the way from Port Elizabeth. We say thank you to him as uh, we uh, take another break here on Radio 2000 and Metro FM. It's been great chatting to a legend himself.